Okay, everybody, welcome back to episode 15 of Chat with the Hat with myself, Dave, the Hat, and Rowan, not the Hat. No hat tonight. Yeah, how's it going, guys? I just realised I'm not actually wearing a hat. It's uh, feels not. feels a bit strange, actually. <laughs> <laughs> or your baldy millennial hair. Yeah, I've got the uh, the nice widow's peak going. If I pull it back a bit, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this out. See what I'm wearing here. I know, oh, nice. I know this is great for um an audio medium. But if you're looking on the YouTube channel, this is a uh, an honorary officials Townsville shirt that was given to me by one of the officials up in townsville and i got zane morse's squad to fully sign it up for me after his third place up in uh up in townsville in the nice the super twos in cam waters old car so that was the boys i was partying with up there so uh once i get this all framed up and pinned up i'll put it on the wall it's gonna be a good memento Running out of space on those walls, mate. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm going to have to start nailing stuff to the roof. <laughs> it's getting a bit busy. So we haven't seen each other for a little bit. Um, last time we had a little chat, I think, was uh, Origin Night, and you were all resigned to the fact you were going to get blasted 3-0. That didn't happen. It didn't, no. Thanks to Queensland for, uh, for giving us that game, so... Don't think we necessarily won it. It's just Queensland lost it. They uh they just decided not to play their uh their best game that night. As uh, as as you said, I think there's a bit of a conspiracy behind that one, isn't there? So, oh, Queensland are playing four D chess, mate. You guys are playing checkers. Yeah, mate. Give us a win. Keep Freddie in. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. You guys are going to keep Freddie. <laughs> uh, right. So we'll just pencil what? in 2024 for us as well. Yeah. One 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 more year and then Bellamy's out of the storm. He can come back. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Nat, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He'll be able to fill in and uh, see what he can do with your squad then. Yeah, fingers um, crossed. <laughs> cool. All right. So let's try not to drag this on too long. We thought there was not much to talk about this week, but there's actually been quite a little bit going on in the motorsport world at the moment in the last uh, seven days or so. Sydney Motorsport Park, three days' time. This is going to go off. We've got the night racing, got some lights back. So we're all going to head up. I'm heading up to Sydney for the weekend with some mates, and uh, we're going to go check out a, what's looking like a pretty hectic calendar, actually. Yeah, it's pretty packed, so it should be a good, should be a good weekend. So I'm hoping I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be good on Saturday. I'll be, be watching the race the whole day on Saturday, but I'll probably be nice and hungover on, uh, on Sunday, so I'll probably just be drifting in and out of consciousness on the couch watching the Sunday races after my uh, big Saturday night, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. So we've got supercars, super utes, Michelin Sprint Challenge Porsches, the T86s and S5000. So there's actually some pretty fast machines getting around up there and there's going to be some some hell noise too. So uh, I'm looking forward to catching all those categories. There's not really a bad one there, to be perfectly honest. Well, S five thousands are great, great cars, but unfortunately, the uh, the racing's pretty average most of the time. So, yeah, true. They end up in their little envelopes, and but there's been yeah. some changes to the lineup this time, which we'll get to a bit later. So that's going to spice some things up and hopefully make it a little bit more uh, entertaining. And there's a few changes to the category uh, happening then too. So we'll get into that later. T eighty sixes are going to turn into bumper cars as they normally do. The joy, joys of putting kids in cars, hey? <laughs> oh, oh, look, we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the one of the young drivers in the category who decided not to continue with T eighty six for that exact reason after 
continuing to repair her car, which is not her fault, with the young blokes who just like to send it. So we'll get onto that a little bit later. Uh, the Michelin Sprint Challenge Porsches. Well, you know, it's Porsche racing. You know, I can't get excited about Porsche racing. I never have. <laughs> I'm sorry. Never, that never really be... entertained me. Yeah. Oh, they're just loud and obnoxious and they're all samey and they just do the same thing. They just all line up and processional racing. It's not real. Apart from when they decide to go bumper car, which, you know, <laughs> that's the only that's time. Fine. Got... Well, that's that. That is the joys of having amateurs on the track, isn't it? So you know they they occasionally get a little bit wild. Yeah. So, uh, so let's get straight into it. So Sydney this weekend, we got the two hundred k Saturday night race, uh, one twenty k on Sunday, and there's been some new regs put up for this round. So there's only going to be an eighty liter fuel drop, not the hundred liter mandatory fuel drop we had in Townsville. And only one compulsory pit stop required now. And we are running on soft tires, not super softs, just softs. With the high deg circuit up in Sydney, it's going to be a battle of strategy. So it's 80, 80 litres. Does that mean they can do the drop in one stop? Yep. Do yeah. it in one. Yeah. They're not saying that you have to do, uh, the way I read the, the, the regs, is not saying that you have to do... Um, over any X amount of pit stops. Uh, yeah. If you want to carry 80 litres of fuel at the start of the race, yeah, yeah, fuel tank holds 130. So yeah. if you want to carry the extra weight and zoom around for the start, I can't see why that's a problem as long as you put your 80 litres in. Yeah, nice. All right. That'll be interesting. Unless the Stay CPS up. is a mandatory fuel stop as well. Well, I think case. they've still got they've still got to put eighty liters in the car during the race, don't they? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. You have to have eighty liters. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Wait and see. Wait and see how the yeah. teams decide when to do it. How to cover that fuel off? Maybe just with tire changes as well. If they go for two or four. Um. Yeah. Well, it's just game of strategy. This one uh, with tire deg managing the tire deg. Uh, we'll see how Will and Brody can go again. Up there, they've got fast cars. They've got awesome race craft at the moment. Red Bull are coming hard and fast right on our tails. Um, yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Brock and Shane are um, – we'll see what happens to Shane this weekend and <laughs> see how angry he gets. <laughs> see, see how he goes. Oh, well, look, I think he's resigned to the fact that this is his last year in supercars or by now, I reckon. So, so. I'm not sure about resigned is the right word. I think he's excited. Well, excited, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he's, 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 yeah, I think think he's happy to see the door of it, given all the shit that's been going on. So, yeah, steering racks and car not driving straight, and yeah, all kinds of carnage yeah. going on. So, hopefully, those the two can just punch politics. on. Yeah, That'd be nice, yeah. wouldn't it? Well, if yeah. those two punch on, trying to chase us down like Win Cup and Shane did last year, that'd be fantastic. Just leave great, leave yeah. us up the front. <laughs> be nice, yeah. Well, we they're both well. Will Will's got race win form up there. Bro, Brady's never done that great at Sydney Motorsport Park, has he? He's never. I don't think he's. Has he got himself he any podium? podiums or anything up there? I, I don't. I can't remember. I'm not sure. Well, did he end up with a fourth when he was hunting? Uh, yeah, I think he might have just missed out on a podium up there. So, well, look, he's got a better car this year. So, well, he's, he's out. Uh, he's, he's out. One or well, he's out qualified. Will, um, eleven to seven. This yeah. year in quali, and think they're sharing the wins at the moment. Actually, yeah, they're doing so. pretty good. I think they're two or three apiece. So anyway, 
uh, good luck to our boys up in Sydney. So speaking of uh, SVG and Brody, they are squirting off to Indy, to the Brickyard in August, back to NASCAR. Runs out 12th or 12th, 12th 14th, somewhere, somewhere around there in August, yep. I think. So, yeah. So that'll that'll be interesting. I don't know if Shane's going to be as uh, as dominant as he was at Chicago. It's a completely different race circuit, so it's still it's still a road circuit effectively, but it's more of a, a purpose built. You know, it's still it's a, it's a race track effectively, but it's yeah, it's, it's a circuit in a circuit. Yeah, so they they run about a quarter of the uh, Indianapolis Oval, if you can call it that, and then they uh they go into the the old. I'm not sure if it's the exact same layout as the uh, as the old F1 track, but yeah, go through the infield, the golf course, and stuff on the infield, which still, you know, it's still going to suit Shane. I think it's still compared to most of the NASCAR drivers, they don't like going right most of the time. So you know, it, it'll be interesting. And with uh, with Brody there as well, there's going to be a bit of competition between those boys wanting to beat each other. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, it is must-watch TV. If you are into motorsport, this is another one that you cannot not watch. It is going to be gripping racing. And it's middle of August, so that's their summer. So yeah, it probably won't be a wet circuit like it was in uh, Chicago. No. So Indiana, it's a little, little bit further down. It's a little little bit warmer temperature down there in Indiana than up in Chicago. So Yeah. So uh, And the, all the other NASCAR boys, they're all familiar with that circuit before. So that is going to be fascinating. It's going to be great to see how the boys go. Um, there's been a little bit of, Bad news, I'd have to say, for Joey Mawson. Not only was he getting stooged by supercars, not getting a super license to race for Premier in the Enduros, as they were stonewalling him for not doing <laughs> their pathway. Turns out, after round one for the S5000s, he was just doing some general training, fitness, and was taking the you know protein powders like I do when I go to the gym and stuff. But I'm not an elite athlete, so I don't have to read what's in them. And something's come back as a positive test when he got um, just a, a random drugs test and something's flagged up. So he's now currently suspended by Motorsport Australia until the, um, oh, what's the new name of it? The Integrity in Sport, whatever they're called well, now. Not the, not, the, not the Asada anymore. It's yeah, the, yeah it's, it's Asada the same, anymore. same yeah. guys, different shirts. Um, yeah. yeah, so they're going to do, do a full investigation now and work it all out and see what happens so currently he's suspended and on the back of that announced this week jonathan webb is coming back to co-drive for slady and oh, aren't we all excited about that we are so pumped to see jono webb back on track just, uh, good to see supercars bringing in the top-notch talent for the enduros it's far fantastic <laughs> a, i have no idea how he qualifies for a super license still and b He's like your ex-missus who's sniffing around for a booty call at 1am after 16 bourbons going, oh, can I can I just come back and just spend the night? Like, yeah. come on, mate. <laughs> like, oh, poor Slady. That's all I can say. Um, yeah, I feel sorry for him. Pretty sure Hazelwood's terrified. Of, at least they cut turn six away down at Sandown. So he yeah. <laughs> can't get punted into the earth bank anymore from a bloke who hasn't driven anything what? for two years and decides to outbreak himself because he reckons he's still got it. So yeah, anyway, I don't, I don't like the chances. I, I'd like to see the odds of uh, of those cars both finishing the race. I'm pretty sure, or not finishing the race. The uh, whichever one webs in. Oh, uh, look, 
I don't know. Put the, anyway, put the, the that decision's been made. Zebras for some reason, has said, yep, yeah, because we're still mates, even though I bought your business off you and your race team and, and investing in it. But anyway, that's enough for that. Poor lady. Uh, <laughs> so as, as a part of all of that, all around at the same time, like this is all super license related, uh, supercars have changed their own criteria, their additional criteria to a super license to give a three super twos round credit to any driver who finished in the top three of either the super threes or the Porsches in the previous three years. So anybody who won that championship second or third in the last three years of either super threes or, or Porsches are now getting only have to do three Dunlop super twos rounds to be eligible for a super license in the main game. So that means Kai Allen and Ryan Wood are now eligible for the enduro rounds because they finished in their top three of their championships and they will only have had a chance to have completed three super twos rounds before the enduros come along because they only do a six round season. So they have rejigged their supercars have rejigged their own rules to their own benefit, which is their right to now give a super license to Kai and Ryan. Meanwhile, keeping Joey Mawson out in the weeds, even before the suspension, because he didn't yeah. come through their preferred pathway. I just find that a little bit distasteful. A bit on the nose. Yeah, a bit on the Honest. nose. Disingenuous. That's just That just seems to be supercars these days. So they, uh, you know. Walking to the beat of their own drum. Yeah, pretty much. Kai Allen will now be driving the DJR wildcard with Simona De Silvestro, who is coming back for the Enduros. And if you believe the clickbait, they're saying Simona has not ruled out another stint as a full-time supercars driver. Well, of course. She's reserve driver now for Porsches and doing some Formula E things. And will never say no to anything, but I don't think anyone's talking loudly about bringing her back into the category as a full-time driver at the moment. But further to our convo last potty, Triple Eight are looking for a senior driver to mentor Brock Feeney. And if there's nobody from the lane that's suitable, would it be impossible that they'd be looking at Simona to put her into an actual Red Bull car, a proper car, to see how she... Uh, how she goes would be interesting i've got to say like she's she's got the skills to to drive a car pretty much any car so if she can actually get herself in a car that's capable of uh of race wins you you never know so it's, uh, it's all, all speculation but you know highly unlikely very improbable but i don't know i'd be for it i wouldn't nah, it's worth her in playing the what if that's it i wouldn't mind seeing her in a red bull give her a Squirt up the front of the track, up the front well, of the That's what uh, the everybody field. was saying in 2018, 2019 when she was with the Nissans. Like going, well, your car's not competitive. Somebody stick her in one of the Mustangs or one of the the uh, yeah. ZBs at the time and see how she goes because never got the opportunity because she was uh, a free driver. Supercars paid her wage as long as she drove for a factory team. And that was Nissan at the time until they pulled out of the sport. Yep. So, and she almost ended up at Red Bull. 
Almost did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Almost got there. It was just that last contract negotiation with Harvey Norman as a sponsor. Uh, RD and Harvey couldn't get to terms. And that's that's the reason that she never actually got a shot in Red Bull. They've they've had they've had a look and they've had a they had a way way deep conversation like a long way down the track at the time so that's why you know why not let's have a look give um, it a shot yeah so uh, Ryan Wood will drive with the BRT wildcard and he doesn't have a co-driver named at this point but there just seems to be a general. Uh, acceptance that probably Tim Blanchard himself will just jump in with Ryan and and go around for the Enduros. It's not a I mean, if you, bad idea. You, no, I mean, if you own a race team, you may as well give yourself the benefits of jumping in the car if you know how to steer it. So I don't see yes. why that's, uh, Jonathan that seems Webb. like the most likely option. <laughs> he, doesn't, <laughs> he, he doesn't own any race cars anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> and the last time he did it, he binned it. So... Anyway, no, yeah, so Tim might be back in there with Ryan, help him help the young bloke out uh, from Super 2s and Porsche. So uh, it's not a not a crazy idea in the slightest. Um, see how that goes, what, if they make a different announcement or not. But at the moment, no no one's been announced as Ryan's Coey. I'd, I'd, I'd say Blanchard will be in it. I'd, I highly doubt anyone else is going to. So. Well, he doesn't have to pay anybody else in. Yeah, exactly. And with all the... So. With all the issues at BRT at the moment with Merco not uh, engineering anymore, and uh, what happened there? Well, there's. It seems to be that there's been a bit of an exodus out of BRT, and then yeah. Tim's going, no, 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 we're actually putting blokes on. Like we're not. There's no problem. And Merco's got his family over from Italy and a new baby along the way, and so he said, well, I'm not committing to, you know, going from round to round to round. And I'm thinking. Dude, we've only got five rounds left. Like how much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what are you saying here? <laughs> oh, the the travel's too taxing. It's like, dude, <laughs> you, five weekends. Yeah, you got you got bugger all to do for the rest of the year. Uh, so there's a little bit more there, I think. And another, I think one of the other engineers shot through as well. Um, possibly a third. But I saw today that he just picked up one of Premier's engineers for the rest of the year, rest of the season. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's like all or all A U H L. Um, so he's joined Blanchard Racing this week, and he's going to be uh, Hazelwood's engineer full time for the rest of the year. So Mirko's not going to be engineering; he's going to be workshop bound, inverted commas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, things are happening at BRT. Uh, moving on to this weekend, the parody testing has been done over the last week with DJR and WAU, the Mustangs. They nice. were looking at the aero again after their tweak in Townsville made no difference whatsoever to the tire deg, rear tire deg. And they have now been approved to run the 80 millimeter throttle body into the top of the motor to help smooth out the acceleration out of the corners and have more control over the power by limiting the the rate of which the fuel is the, the air fuel mix has been thrown down the the, 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 the butterflies 
So we're, in the, we're only more than halfway through the season, so one can only hope that this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got we got race eighteen coming up out of twenty eight. So yes, yeah. But they've got to try something. Like I'm not going to cane them for having a continuous improvement program. Um, we need to have it done. So fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. This might be the end of the parody talk. No, I hope so. Sick of we it. We'll find out. <laughs> And what it's, it's, better way to work it out on a 200-kilometre night race? <laughs> damn straight. See, see how we you, go. See how bad your tyres wear on the one of the highest deg circuits we have over 200Ks and see if this change actually helps try to preserve rear tyre life on the Mustang and make it raceable. So, um, I'll believe it when I see it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll find out on Saturday night. We will find out. Now, something that popped up which didn't get a great deal of attention Premier, it's this is all like Premier. This is sponsored by Premier. This episode, not GameLife.com.au. Apparently, sorry, Sweens. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks for your help. But it's all Premier this week. But if you do need your gaming and your streaming accessories and needs, GameLife.com.au. There's your sneaky plug. I snuck it in so people couldn't fast forward it. So, uh, <laughs> hey, Zebras came up with a clever idea up in Townsville just before the shootout with Jimmy Golding's car, rolled the car in on wet tyres in the middle of a 28-degree day. <laughs> the, it's not a declared wet race, so you're not allowed to run wets. But 15 seconds before the session starts, they whip those tyres off and then go and grab their slicks, which they have been warming up at the back Sun in the sun. Stun tanning, exactly. Now, nothing illegal about it. Clever as. Now, this is this is dead set like a Roland Dane tactic. He's one of those guys that knows the rule book in and out. And this is something that he would yeah. have come across and thought, hang on, we can do this. <laughs> um, so they whipped the tires off, put the slicks back on 15 seconds before the session. So they complied with the regulations of running the control tire for the right session. And Jimmy ended up still running eighth in the shootout but he had the benefit of preheat pre, well as best he could pre-warming the tires so they've shut that loophole down there was nothing illegal about it just too clever and supercars went okay fine you got us <laughs> yeah yeah fair call. Busted. well played yeah. well played they are the rules the rules are the rules and they do That's love it. a rule just ask them they'll tell you so well played to premiere it was a one-off and you know, whether it made a difference or not to Jimmy's shootout time, we never know, but he did end up in eighth. So he didn't ex actually end up in like fourth or fifth or something. So no, nothing spectacular out of it. So maybe, maybe it done absolutely nothing, but it was, uh, you know, well, maybe it was a difference between 10th and eighth. Who knows? Well, it could have been, you know, yeah, that's it. A couple of Who positions knows? up the grid, always good. Who knows? So, uh, Friday Arvo at SMP. Greg and Ronan Murphy, father and son, they're going to cut some hot laps with each other. They're filming a package for the Saturday night broadcast. So uh, Ronan's going to take dad for a squirt in his Porsche. And then Greg's jumping into a Gen 3. I don't know where he's getting the car from, which team's going to I was going to say, it. yeah, which, who's, who's giving him the car? Yeah, they're keeping that a secret, keeping yeah. it under their hat. Um, so, and then Greg's going to go have a squirt in a Gen 3 car and which I think would be his first one because last year we didn't have one. He was in the ZB in the wild card. So mm. it would be his first turn. 
Has he? Did he do any exhibition laps in the prototypes? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think he. I think he might have done a couple of laps up at Bathurst. Yeah, but those prototypes didn't year. really count. Yeah, they were. No, didn't really so, count. No. But, Hell, yeah, they even I took mean, the mufflers. Even took the mufflers off them just to make them sound good. Yeah, yeah. Well, they sounded ripper at <laughs> Bathurst to, last year. Yeah, yeah, just to literally take the muffler off it so it sounded tough, and everyone's going, "Oh, how cool do these sound?" Yeah, well, wait till we have to put the muffler back on. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, not, not not as nice. Still nice, but not as nice. Yeah, yeah. No, they do still sound tough. I do like the sound of them. Um, all right, moving through the next, we've got the undercard here. So the super utes. These are no longer a joke category of boringness and squealing hard tyres with a roll centre about six feet off the ground. They are now Although, a proper race ute. I do have to say I did quite like those high uh, rolls, you know, centre of gravities because it made, made for some entertaining barrel rolls into the sand traps. But, uh, you know, it, it's not, not good to watch people's cars get destroyed, I guess. But uh, it was, you know, entertaining. Race car, race car fans, we all love a good smash every now and then, and those are oh, old, no, old school super slow, those those crappy everywhere. diesels, crappy diesels. They were slow. Every time they turned the wheel, it squealed. It sounded like they were just losing it. And they had no heat in the tires and hard tires. Nah, and, nah screw them. So there's no, 21 of them. Nice. 21 of them now. That's the biggest field they've had, I think. There's going to be heaps. Good grid. Heaps that's of a great them. great grid. Yeah. Um, and welcome back to Harry Gray. Uh, he's coming back. He's having a squirt in the Utes. He's had a few shots in the Utes over the last few years, but he hasn't had a ride uh, lined up this year. So this is his first time back in. And Holly Esprey, who was in the T86s and has been zooming around in her uh, Hyundai XLs as well, uh, she's now moved up to the V8s and she's now racing in the Utes as well. She's out of T86s because everybody keeps sending it into the back of her car while she's towards the front of the field and is out of the damage. She is now zooming around in a super ute this weekend for the first time on debut. So welcome back, Holly. Yeah, from what from what I've heard, she cut some pretty good laps in her test as well. So should be uh good to, good to see how she goes. And be honest, I reckon she's probably going to be up inside the top ten if she's uh you know she can get the feel of the car I have on no the track. Doubt. I have I no doubt she's, uh, she's well and truly got it. She's got the skills, that's for sure. Well, she's an incredible young person, young woman as well. She's a full mechanic. She's built. She builds her own cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's she's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. And uh, that's probably why she's so angry when she has to keep rebuilding her cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you when when you're doing it yourself, it's not quite as fun. So I mean, it's fun. You know, I'm sure she sure she enjoys it, but doesn't enjoy it when she's got to do it every weekend because some dickhead's taking her out on the track. Yeah, so that's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be great to see her and Harry go around. Um, the S5000s, now we're getting to this. So there's been a bit of movement down here in the S5000 category, and as I touched on earlier, so we have a brand-new tyre compound for the category for, uh, with hosier tyres from this uh, weekend. It's a brand-new construction, and it's a softer compound, so there's a lot more feel for the drivers in the braking, and when the cars want to step out, they're um, going to be able to recover a lot easier. They're going to get up to temperature quicker on the outlap instead of having to do two outlaps. Like they do try to get heat into those mm. rear tires, those massive rear tires. So, and they've also changed the diameter on the front wheels as well, a little bit bigger. So we've got bigger front wheels and 
uh, same compound, uh, softer compound, which is going to give more grip and make it a bit more uh, easier for inexperienced drivers to get in and not have this thing snap on them every time they put the foot down. I'm interested to check out the uh, the lap times. If they've got the softer softer tires, those things are already breaking lap records at every track they go to. So the uh, the, the lap times are going to tumble with this new softer tire as well, I reckon. So Yeah, it depends be... on the deg as well because we are on a high deg circuit. So there'll be a peak. It depends how off, how hard they go off as well. Yeah, true. The harder, the harder tires and stuff. Um, so that's – and with the push-to-pass, a, a feature of the – category now that we might end up with a more competitive racing more entertaining racing not so much well well, look it's it's the fact that joey's not there he's definitely gonna make it a little bit more exciting because the field behind joey has always been pretty close so i think there's going to be a little bit more entertaining racing there's still only what nine or ten cars on track so you're not getting correct you know great great entertainment for the lack of you know mainly for the lack of cars on track but i think it's definitely going to be a little bit more spicy to see who gets a podium this weekend than uh than it is without joey on track so well it's not just joey it's not just joey either jimmy golding's not in it for the rest of the year that's right yeah he's uh focusing on the on the premier um supercars now yeah so uh cody garland is going to take over Jimmy's car for the rest of the year from TCR and Aussie racing cars. Um, he's going to ra- there's only three rounds to go. So Cody Garland's going to step into that with um, GRM and Aaron Love from Super Twos and Porsche is going to fill the Joey Mawson seat this weekend. Now that might not be for the whole year. It all depends on the outcome of Joey's suspension. But for this weekend, Aaron Love's going to have a go on debut. He hasn't had a go of these before. Oh, I think he might have done the – I think he might have had a go in the test day, like, the you know, that combine, mm, the GRM yeah. combine. He might have had his, had his backside in one before, but he hasn't certainly raced one, so this be his first race in one. So that's going to change up. With no Mawson and no Golding, Cooper Webbs is surely sitting there rubbing his hands together. Oh, he's got to be. I was going to say, if there's, a, if there's anyone that's going to take it out, I think Cooper Webster's the uh, the guy that's yeah rubbing his rubbing his hands together at the moment, going, "Hello, I've uh, got a trophy coming my way this weekend." It's his, it's his to lose, that's for sure. That's true, that's true, and also an opportunity for the others to step up as well. So there'll be a few other people there with trophies that might not normally have trophies because two of the normal trophy guys. Aren't they? Yeah. Well, Cam, Cam, is Aaron Cameron? He's he's race. He's yeah. racing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I put it. I put him. I'm putting him up yeah. there as as a yeah. contender for this weekend for sure. I reckon him and him and Cooper, him and Cooper Webster are probably going to have some pretty solid battles. I think so. It's uh, definitely the two class acts of the uh, of the field without Mawson there and uh, and Golding. So yeah, wait and see. Anyway, we'll... let, let me know how it goes because I probably won't be watching. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first few laps and just go, oh yeah, there we go. There's the order. It's just like baby F1. <laughs> I yeah. don't need to see any more for the next six laps. And that's how yeah. it's going to finish. So um, wait and see if this push to pass uh, gets used in, in a judicious manner, unless everybody hits it on the same corner at the same time. And it's just oh, a null, that's... null effect. <laughs> That's the thing with it. It seems to be every, everybody seems to know when the other person behind them's using it, and they just put theirs to prevent them from getting past, and it seems to do yeah. nothing. So, 
But yeah. we'll see. I mean, so, you know, it's still it's still a, a a growing category and learning. So yeah, I've got I've got class. I've got a lot of hope for S five thousand, but you know they they really need to do something quick because it's. I think it might be cost as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty expensive to get in for what it is. Uh, okay, so that's basically the SMP looking forwards. Um, there was a pretty funky race in Hungary on the weekend. There was Formula One. So the uh, McLaren's right up there again. That was fantastic to see that it wasn't just a pure fluke in uh, in Silverstone to to get themselves right up the front. So um, I, I was looking at it the other day on the on the telecast. McLaren this year with their upgrades have found eight tenths of a second since the start of this season over over the rest of the field so every, everybody else as opposed to even with the upgrades mclaren have got eight tenths of a second as opposed to the, their start car to, to the rest of the field and and now uh if they can keep this going literally the second fastest cars in the field yeah They're, they've gone from struggling for points at the start of the season to you know they're they're both podium contenders now so you know and that's uh that's just crazy it's got to be the the greatest upgrade package in the in the history of formula one i reckon this is it's just stupid how much pace they've gained yeah and guess what now people are watching because even though max is going to bugger off and win now everything else is up in the air well, be, behind behind Max, the the racing like for Ferrari were were the second best team at the start of the season. They they've were. fallen backwards. Yeah, they've gone nowhere. Uh, well, Aston, well, Aston probably were the second best team at the start of the season. They then they kind of fell back a little bit. Ferrari came back up the second. Then Aston kind of got them. Then Mercedes got their upgrades. They've come back up there a little bit, and we were like, oh, you know, there's a nice three way battle now. And then all of a sudden, McLaren were like, hold my beer. <laughs> they've come out of bloody nowhere. Check out these apples. Yeah. Yeah, and and all of a sudden they're they're sitting there now. So you've got the the four teams: Aston, Aston Martin, Ferrari, McLaren, and Alpine. When they don't take each other out, uh, oh, well, that's every second race. Pretty pretty close to each other now. So you've got a great battle from second or from third through to tenth on the grid. It's it's pretty entertaining now. So you know the it's a it's a foregone conclusion that Max is probably going to win just about every single race this year, unless he has a, a mechanical malfunction. I don't see him making a mistake because he's just Max. He doesn't do that, but well, now, you know, yeah. And, uh, but you know, everybody, everybody's saying, oh shit, you know, you don't want to see one car out the front. And you, you don't, but at the end of the day, I, you've got to give credit to not just Max as a driver, but Red Bull as a team to build a car that is so dominant. Like it's just, even, even Mercedes when they won seven championships in a row, weren't dominating every race like this Red Bull is there. I think they won, they broke the record for most race wins in a row for a, a car or a, or a team beat McLaren's record of 11 in a row uh, this weekend at Hungary. So that was a record that had stood since the late seventies, I think. So or early early eighties. So 80s. thirty eighties, yeah, eighty nine, I think it was. So eighty eight or eighty nine. So a thirty year record, just shattered. And that car's not going to stop winning. So you know, it's no. just ridiculous. the it's the most race wins in a season 12, is still 16. got twelve rounds to go. There's still twelve to go. Yeah, and the most race wins in a season was sixteen. That was when uh, McLaren won. I think they did actually win 
all the races in a season. But uh, no, they didn't win all the races in a season. So yes, they did. Yeah, they won fifteen. No, they won fifteen out of the sixteen races. So they haven't haven't done that. So like this Red Bull, it's stupid. It's just stupid. You know, it's just such a such a good car. And then Max and his skill, like he's going to go down in history as one of the greatest Formula One drivers ever with his with his talent. So and you. People got to remember he's twenty five years old too. So you know yeah, if he wants to keep he was going, sixteen. Yeah, exactly. So well, he, he raced his first F one race. He wasn't even eighteen. So yeah, well that's what I mean. I thought he was. I thought he was sixteen yeah. at F one. I thought it was the youngest driver they ever had. No, he was. I think he was seventeen when he got his first ride in F one. Did F1, he just hit so, seventeen? Did he? Yeah. Yeah, I think he so. Should have been yeah, in school so doing was, homework in year twelve. Yeah, exactly. So he has he has said that he's got no intention of wanting to go out there and break records. But if he does, if he if he the passion stays there to race. He will smash every record there is out there if this Red Bull keeps going the way it is. Oh, it's pretty easy to keep passion when you're getting paid tens and tens yeah, of millions of dollars a year to drive yeah, cars. Yeah, that's very true. But uh, enough about Max anyway. Let's talk about Oscar getting uh, – so what did he get? Fourth on the on Yeah, the he got qualifying. fourth. Yeah, he got and, fourth. Uh, yeah, and that was an, another great lap. So you know, fantastic. And then fifth in the race, only getting picked by Lewis at the you know last couple of laps to – yeah, to not you know equal his, uh, yeah, just couldn't know that McLaren, that Mercedes was just way too quick at the end of the race there. So welcome to DRS. Oscar, yeah, and uh, and Oscar had damage as well, so he's he got a little bit of damage over a curb fighting with Perez earlier in the uh, earlier in the race. So the car wasn't at its you know full potential. So he you know done well to to keep fifth position and. This McLaren has proved that it's not only good on the fast sweeping corners like Silverstone, but it's also good on the slower corners of Hungary. So I reckon that was the big gonna... test. Yeah, to see, to see if it was actually going to be able to maintain its form. Yeah, in, in the in the tighter circuit of Hungary, and it's done it two completely different race circuits, and they've they've literally proved that this car's going to be good anywhere. So yeah, and they've got more upgrades coming. That's not that's not the end of them. They've got more upgrades coming, McLaren. So. Yeah, just hope the next upgrade is not a downgrade. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, fingers crossed. <laughs> like if it ain't if it ain't broke, mate, uh, yeah, don't that's fix it. it. Well, you've, you've only got two tenths to uh, to actually get a win off Max, so you know, see how we go. But no, that was a good race, and uh, well, we, we've forgotten about one person. That well, we haven't forgotten. We're leaving him to the so. last, leaving it, leaving yeah. the best to the last. So, Danny, Danny, Rick. Back in the back in the seat, back in a Formula One car. So that was uh, awesome to see his his massive grin on the uh, on on the uh, grid this weekend. So or last weekend, I should say. And considering the fact that he's driving a piece of shit lemon Alpha Tauri, he done pretty good to qualify and finish thirteenth. So yeah, even after the crazy, like his teammate decided to give him a a rear end shunt on turn one. First, yeah, no, it was Joe. No, it was Joe that took him out. Yeah, to Sonoda's his teammate. Ah, oh, sorry, Joe. Joe rammed him from behind, shoved him into the Alpines, who then yeah. banged into each other, and then everyone's like banging around, and he's managed to keep going, and the Alpines didn't. Again, yeah. they've just taken each other out. Dead set, the Alpines remind me of Waters and Mostert. Back in the day yeah. when they were teammates, <laughs> they just Someday. legitimately are magnets for each other. They, I got, 
I got a mate that was in in France on the weekend watching the uh, he was watching the race on the uh, on the French TV and the, and the French commentators when when the RPs took it out they were, they were catastrophe catastrophe <laughs> oh, dead set I mean I know Danny Rick's happy to be out of Alpine and so is Oscar but my God those two Orcon I don't know what he's doing like <laughs> rocks and diamonds. Too much attitude, not enough brains. (laughs) Unfortunately, in this instance, it wasn't necessarily their fault getting mechanical assistance into the side of each other, but, you know, it happens a lot, Like just like Melbourne (laughs) on that crazy restart, (laughs) which we all knew was going to happen on that last lap, like a one-lap restart with everybody formed up. We just knew it was just everyone's just going to bin it. And that was just if you, you 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 could have put your house on that and just said I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna bet my house that there is gonna be absolute carnage after that restart and you you would have been absolutely guaranteed that you weren't gonna lose your house you were you were coming home with a second one you had you had a rental then so <laughs> it was but, worth uh, waiting for that full hour with the third red flag oh, it yeah. was worth it was yeah. worth waiting oh, yeah. and just waiting for the delay to watch that last lap of insanity in Melbourne that was 100. great. Hundred um, percent. Not like not like the hungry race. Hungry race was good till the first pit stop. Like it was it was a pretty decent race, but then after the pit stops came out, it was it was so processional. You knew. Yeah, it, it fell back into the standard model yeah, once they changed like, their tires from mediums. Once everybody got back on the main tire. Yeah. Then, Although then Perez, was it, was, it was good to watch Perez come through the field because he started back a little bit, and so it was good to watch him kind of work his way through the field and you know. Yeah. Get himself, yeah, and this is the bloke who's gonna, this is the bloke who's about to get sacked. Yeah. He's sitting second in the championship. He's not qual- yeah. he's, he's, he's qualifying poorly at the moment, which is the reason that he's under the gun because he's not getting front row yeah. lockouts. Sometimes not even making Q2. And he's the one that's under pressure, but he's still sitting second in the championship. Still sitting, still sitting, but that's only because the other cars around him are they're, they're so evenly matched that they're all trading positions so Perez as long as he can keep himself up in the points like but that's but that's my that's my entire point he's finishing yeah. well like he's racing well he's qualifying yeah. poorly and he's, he needs, he's under the gun and Danny's going to have his seat next year if he's if he's not if he doesn't perform if he's not getting consistent podiums because that car should be on the podium every single race if right. he's not getting consistent podiums i think he's gone anyway regardless of how well he does in the race he needs to be getting consistent podiums so without it is 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 a goner well is this it would this would this be unheard of when helmet loses his patience which he doesn't have much of and <laughs> he'll he'll throw perez out grab danny after a half a dozen races when he gets used to driving a car again and not just sim work, and goes, Radio, you're in Perez's car. And then is it Lawson's turn from F2? He's done it before. Well, I don't, I don't think they can get rid of Perez entirely, but they'll they'll just do what they've done a la Danny Or Kvyat shuffle him back Verstappen. to AlphaTauri. Put, yeah, put Perez back at AlphaTauri, put Ricardo in the Red Bull, and say, you, you've done your dash. Like, you're, you're racing for, this, for the, you know, the second team now. Yeah, here's your shopping trolley. Go push it. Yeah. Pretty much, and to be honest with you, I, I honestly think that's my uh, that's my kind of prediction for the, for this season is is Ricardo being a Red Bull before the end of the year if Perez doesn't start getting podiums. I reckon he's got three, maybe four races to get himself uh, consistently on the podium, and if he doesn't, they'll say we're going to give Ricardo a try. I mm. think the only thing that is saving him 
is that Red Bull don't need him there to win the constructors title. If there was if there was a battle between another team in the constructors title, it would be a foregone conclusion that he was out of the seat. But they're so far in front, I think they can even win the constructors title with about six races or seven races left at this point. Yeah, right. So, That's a good yeah. point too. I wasn't thinking about the constructors so, title at all. Yeah, well, because everyone else behind them. So the the Ferraris, science hasn't been having that good of a year. Neither is nah. Leclerc. So they're way back. Aston Martin, who were second in the constructors for a while, they've only got one car there because Stroll is shit, and he's only there because Daddy owns the team. The Mercedes, George Russell hasn't had that great of a year. Is Stroll year, Austrian really, for Smith? Uh, I think it must be, yeah. Canadian, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's, uh, yeah, but it's just, you know, it's there, there's no one there's no one to battle them for the constructors. So Yeah, you're right. So they're, they're sitting pretty there, and they've got the drivers lined up as well. So, yeah. But, but apart from all of this amazing F1 stuff, which was just interesting because of the Danny Rick factor and a little bit of action in the first third of the race, and then after that, turned into F1. Um, the podium was one of the coolest podiums I've seen for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep, I, keep, I keep forgetting about it, and then every time you bring it up again, it just cracks me up. It's hysterical. It's so Lando, Lando is... does. For those who haven't seen it, Lando Norris has a um a, a thing he does where he just jumps off the off the step and slams his champagne bottle onto the podium itself and just launches a fountain of champagne at the top. And he did that again. And Lewis had his <laughs> forty five thousand euro porcelain trophy for winning sitting on the edge of the top step and the violence of which Lando sh- smashes his bottle down bounced Lewis's winning porcelain Max's. trophy off and smashed Max's. it. Max's trophy. What did I say? Lewis. Lewis. Oh, no. Max's. No. <laughs> no. No, I'm not giving Lewis credit. No, he got fourth. No. Um, yeah. He didn't, no, even, no, no. he didn't even get a trophy. Max's no, I didn't trophy. get one. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah, Max's Max's trophy, Max's porcelain trophy that takes six months, handmade yeah. by a Hungarian artisan, forty five thousand dollars or forty five thousand euros worth, is now a jigsaw puzzle. It was smashed into pieces. It's 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 it's. I don't think it's repairable, to be honest with you. So, oh, I get some gorilla goo. You'll be right. Yeah, you, you'll, be, you'll be fine with that. It was uh yeah, it was quite interesting to see. And then and then and then Lando's Lando's comments after the uh the podium when they were standing together, you you broke my trophy. What what did Lando say? That's it, that sounds like it's a you you problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he goes, Well that's your fault. You left it too close to the edge. Basically yeah. pulled out, that's a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got it. Yeah, not 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 taking the blame for that one, that even though it was ice totally cold. His fault. Ice cold, yeah. like that is a burn. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it did eat Lando up a little bit, though. I think he was pretty. Oh, he was remorseful, it, so. but at the same yeah, time, yeah. he didn't care two shits. Like at the same yeah. time, it's like, oh, sorry about that, but you know that's your fault for leaving it there on that's the edge. It's like, oh, okay, okay, you can take that line. All right, I don't think well, Max is going to line him up. Like I think the, the oh, next yeah. round, there's there's going to yeah. be. There's going to be some some That's stuff going on there. Well, it's quite quite interesting actually because they're 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 Book real good mates. Like Lando and Max are, are real actually real good buddies off the track. But uh, Max was saying just before this weekend that it's uh 
it's it's only a matter of time before their friendship is uh, is tested on the track, and it, it wasn't tested on the track this weekend. It was tested tested on the podium. On the podium, hundred <laughs> percent it was. And they're good looking trophies, mate. They're little works of art. Oh yeah. So yeah, they look to, real nice. Off to Bunnings with uh, some gorilla glue, gorilla glue, and uh, that's it. Stick uh, it everyone together. loves everyone loves a bit of mosaic. So you know. <laughs> And then uh, in the F2s, the F2 races, we have a little Aussie there called Jack Doohan. You might remember the surname. He had a very famous father who was pretty good on two wheels. And he pulled right, yeah. for Sunday. He pulled it. And then once the lights went out, led every single lap, just blasted away and pretty much pulled a bit of a Reef McCarthy, I might say so, in a grown-up Formula V. Ended up winning the Sunday's race by nine seconds. All on his own, out the front. Yeah, it's so, a big win, big winning formula too. So, so. it is, it is. But he's had a bit see, of bad yeah, luck. He has, but when he hasn't, he's he's always right up there. So, you know. yeah, if he's not getting tagged or has a mechanical, um, yeah, yeah, he's got some real skill there. So, uh, congrats to Jack for winning. I think is is that his first win? No, he's had a few. Is that a few? Right. Yeah. Cool. So, oh, no, well, he's had at least one, I think. So, I think it might be his first main race win, but he's mm. he's had a few sprint race wins, I think. So, but uh, yeah, no, he's, you know, about them. it's uh, it's looking looking real good to potentially see three Aussies in the uh, in Formula One in the coming years if if Danny Rick can keep himself there and Oscar's not going anywhere. We might we might actually see three Aussies on the grid in the next. couple uh, of years. I think it's a couple ahead That'd of him. That'd be awesome. There's a couple ahead of him. <laughs> I think Lawson's got the next seat. He's got to. He's got to. Well, yeah, but you know, there's a. Be stupid not to put him in a car if, if a seat pops up. So. No, he might be might be a reserve driver for someone, as long yeah. as he doesn't win the championship and end up with the Oscar problem. Yeah. <laughs> where you're forced That's to go so up. Shit. Just That's keep. Just ridiculous. Isn't it? And and, we'll, just... and uh, well, but that'll move us on to this last section because we're about to wrap this up we're not staying here all night so the win it or bin it category let's look at that yeah, well let's let's add that to that so. let's add that, to that. <laughs> there's this ridiculous rule of if you win f3 f2 you win that championship you must progress you are not allowed to stay in that category again you have to go forward and up and we have we have the oscar syndrome where he won f3 moved up won f2 can't move up, no seat. Oh well, you're going to be yeah. a reserve driver for this team, and we're going to lend you over to that team, and then you can be a a test driver here, and then you can fill in over there, and you can come back, and all of a sudden you run around for a couple of years, going, well, where am I supposed to be? Yeah, I can't race anything. I'm doing sim work, and I'm working for like two or three teams. Yeah, I mean, there's only there's only twenty spots on the Formula One grid, and most of those drivers are not going anywhere for the foreseeable future. So, you know, bar well, Alonso, Alonso. even is forty three years old. He's he's said he wants to race for a couple more years if he can be competitive. So you know, well, he's still being competitive. This is the thing. He's he's Lu- yeah, exactly. He's, Lewis he's has said he five. wants his eighth championship. So I don't I don't think Lewis is going anywhere. He's he's determined to try and get that eighth championship. So he's probably not going anywhere. Danny Rick's the next oldest one. He's hungry to to keep racing for a few more years. So even the old drivers mm. uh, are not going anywhere. The only thing that you can see is some of these younger drivers that maybe aren't performing. You know, your sergeant bullets yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. And uh, that's that's the most likely thing, rather than the. Well, they won't kick Sergeant out because so. he's a Yank, isn't he? He is, yeah. So he's 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 secure. He's I'd, safe I'd say, because so. they're they're pumping into the US market big time, so they yeah. need an American driver in the 
F1. Well, and Derilton Capital, who now owns Williams, is an American-owned company. So they want an American driver in there. So they've got, you know, him as their, you know, marquee and their, and their poster boy to say, look at us. We've got an American racing in, in Formula One. Come and watch us. So Yeah, here's Netflix Drive to Survive yeah. and here's your, here's your sergeant, you know, and they want exactly. to do extra Grand Prix over there as well. So even though he's pretty shit, to be honest with you, he's Doesn't never matter. qualified. He's, he's never done too well. It's just, you know, one of these Doesn't things, matter. he's just, he's got the marketability on him and, and that's it. So, you know, yeah. motorsport hate, is about budget. It's know, not about it, talent. It shits me up the wall. Like that's one of the things, bin that, that's what I say. We'll win it or bin it, bin that and put people that have got talent in the cars and let's see the 20. It's meant to be the best drivers in the world, not, the one that's got the most money or the most marketability. So oh, how much more entertaining would Formula One be if you just had all the best drivers? Well, but, that's every category. That's every every category. Yeah. With cars, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, right. money talks. So, All right, moving on to win it or bin it. Supercars look like they are locked in to Singapore. Overseas racing. Singapore 2024 looks like it's going to be a thing. Win it or bin it? Bin it for two reasons. One, stuff going overseas. We need more races over here. Two, they're getting rid of Sandown to put it in place. So I, well, I don't know whether they're getting rid of it, but Sandown won't be the precursor to Bathurst anymore because they're going to be over there. So Yes, you know, it'll be the round it. before. Yeah. They'll move it Get to August. Yeah, bin it. Yeah, bin it. We don't need to go overseas. It's a domestic category. It's not relevant to anyone else. All this rubbish about global sponsor and global garbage. awareness for the category, but it's all garbage. Uh, more street circuits. Speaking of, let's go back to domestic racing. Should we have more street circuits a la maybe Canberra 400 coming back? I'm kind of in two minds about this one. I, I... I don't know. Like or even more street circuits in other regional areas that aren't necessarily if if it was if it was to do that and to take them more regional, I'd say win it. Otherwise potentially bin it. Like I, I love the old classic the classic race circuits, like the purpose built race circuits. I love them. I think they're great. So if if they're gonna go regional, win it. If they're just gonna go to more capital cities, bin it. Cool. Um multidiscipline events. Like Darwin, where we have drags, superbikes, and cars at the one event, should we have more of those as an attraction to uh, expose different fan bases to different categories of racing, different disciplines of racing? Win it or bin it? Yeah, win it for sure. Like it's always good to see multiple disciplines, motors, you know, as the motorbikes up at Darwin, the the drag tracks. It's it's great. You get so many different forms of motorsport to to watch over the course of the weekend rather than just some cars going around i reckon win it and as as you said up in darwin it brings people that are motorbike fans to watch car racing and go oh shit this is actually awesome and vice versa the car racing guys go look at these motorbikes and go oh, these guys are insane you know so it opens your eyes to to different forms of motorsport and i say win it give us more beautiful and let's do it down at pi too. bring the super bikes and cars back to Phillip Island. That would be absolutely mental. Damn straight. Supercars, sort shit out with the foxes. Stop bickering over old feuds. Yep. Bury the hatchet. 
Send him a gift basket or a fruit basket. Send it to Andrew. <laughs> Tell you that, yeah, you're sorry. Get the guy from Super Cheap. He, he's great. He'll, he'll do it. Yeah, exactly. He'll do. He'll do an Just ad. Fix it. He'll, he'll he'll stay. He still loves you. He'll come back. <laughs> we want we want we want Philip Island. We need Philip Island. Yeah. Um, more nighttime racing. Uh, Perth ditched the under lights. Win it or bin it. Win it. I like the night racing. I reckon it looks pretty cool. So I'm all for putting more tracks under lights. I think it's pretty cool. It's kind of good to get to kick back in primetime TV in the evening, especially for someone like myself who really doesn't like getting up early on the weekends. So, you know, I can kick back and relax in the evening and, and watch supercars, a couple of beers. It's awesome. Give me more. Win it. So let's uh, let's get some more circuits that are being made like the one at avalon the one up in newcastle that um at circuit italia put lights in yeah put lights in them just make them put lights in so we can actually have night racing prime time yeah do it um oh look i'm not going to go the super license one again they've changed the criteria just to force drivers or in entice drivers into their own pathway for <laughs> super twos and uh, super twos via Porsche and super three. We've spoken about that. So that's basically the wrap for this week ends racing and last week's racing. So three days time, buddy backside. Bring it on. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing the, uh, the boys Brody and will hopefully get a few more podiums, another couple of W's under their belt. And, uh, Hopefully, try and pull away from these uh, charging bulls a little bit because those, those Red Bulls are coming fast, especially Brock. He's only, what, 37 points 32? behind at the moment. So, He's 32? So, yeah, something like that. It's, I know it's yeah, it's not much, that's for sure. Mm. So, uh, yeah, get those uh, get those Ws coming in so we can extend that lead a little bit. All righty. So hopefully we'll catch up with a whole bunch of you guys up in Sydney. Come down, say hello, and... Uh... For the ones of the Erebus fans, we will be having a fan meetup on the Saturday, well, late. Well, actually, it might be early afternoon. It might be around that 1 o'clock, I'm thinking, maybe when the T86s are on doing quali because um, they shouldn't be hitting each other in quali. It's basically a thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> although they don't seem to pay much attention, so it might be around that, just around, just after 1 o'clock, uh, we'll have a fan meetup up at Sydney, uh, down at the Merch Alley. Um, in a couple of weeks' time, coming up, we have TCRs up at Queensland Raceway on the 11th to 13th of August. I'm hoping to get up to that one. I'm still waiting to find out if I've got leave from work. Yes, I do actually work, and yes, I do actually have to ask for leave. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, and another thing with the TCRs, Bailey Sweeney, who is currently leading the championship, is doing a round-by-round -round bonnet sponsor drive. So you can get in contact with Bailey on Facebook at Bailey Sweeney Racing. And if you want your name on the bonnet, like we have uh, for the first three rounds, coming up to round four in QR, you've got until the 31st of July, end of this week, in the next couple of days. So it's $100 for a personal sponsorship, get your own personal name on there, or $200 if you want to get your business name on his bonnet. Um, oh, my name's there. You'll see chat with a the hat there for the potty. Potty supports Bailey. So... Uh, support a young kid. He is leading the championship. He's racing in the Hyundai i30 and up at QR, he's going to see if he can continue dominating and 
maintaining his lead from his teammate Josh Buchan and Clementi and in the in the Cupra. And I wonder if the Link and Co. has been fixed by now. They were waiting on parts from overseas. The Ash Seawood car. Uh-huh. With, Don't know. Um, yeah, haven't heard yet. That's why they're in yeah. the alpha, <laughs> in the unloved yeah. alpha in the last round, and actually did well. I think they got a podium. Um, they did do all right. They did do all right. Yeah, in, if you, if you, in the if you do want to, if you do want to see your name on television, the uh, getting you get your name on Bailey's car is definitely the best way to do it because you know he's going to be up the front somewhere and he's going to have a going to have the uh, the the cameras on him. So. Oh, as long as he there. doesn't do what he did last round, where he won by like thirty seconds or something, oh, yeah, and nobody, nobody ever saw him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he it. just took off. <laughs> so, but not, not get it in there. Hundred bucks, hundred bucks for for yourself, two hundred bucks for your business. Jump on, give him some love. Yep, that's Bailey Sweeney Racing on Facebook. Check him out. Uh, round four sponsorship. Uh, cut off thirty first of July. Get your name on this on the car for the next round up at Queensland Raceway. Okay, moving on. And on the same weekend, unfortunately, Formula V's are racing down at Sandown and State Racing. So I can't go to both. But Reef McCarthy will be screaming around, kicking everybody's butt, I'm sure, down at Sandown on the 12th and 13th of August. So if you uh, have nothing on, I highly recommend going down for a, a fantastic yeah, day. Yeah weekends racing down there if you're in 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 melbourne and you want to go shoot me a message on uh on facey somewhere because my uh my two racing buddies will be uh will be gone dave's uh dave dave will most likely be up in queensland and my other mate phil's currently uh gallivanting around europe at the moment so uh, i'll uh look, looking for a racing buddy to come down check out the formula v's and uh hang out with reefy for the weekend so yeah and they've uh, got a they've got a full they've got a, like, massive like Category calendar and stuff. There's V8s ten, and Kumos and ten categories again. Yeah, so ten yeah. ten categories of race cars for twenty bucks a day. So you know, yeah, it's mad. That's it. So cool. if you're if you're keen, let me know. All right, bud. Well, that's it. Short and sharp ish, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Once again, thank you to GameLife.com.au for all your gaming and streaming needs. Sweens, thank you very much for all the kit. Uh, microphones and recording sound desks and bits and pieces that you've sent sent down. Uh, have a good weekend, Ro. Will do, mate. Yeah, enjoy. I've got a Christmas in July party on Saturday, so that's going to get a bit messy. I'll uh, have, have a bit of fun with that and watch the racing hungover on Sunday. Is so that like enjoy, Chris Kringle style? Do you have to buy people presents and stuff? Yeah, we're we're going to do the bad Santa where you can steal, you know, bring it, bring a little gift, and you can steal it and steal it know, off have someone. A of, have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, you you don't want to do the just the regular stuff. So do the do the bad Santa so you can have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, you got to start trading and pinching everybody's and swapping stuff around, and hopefully you end That's up with it. what you want at the end of it when you make a backroom deal. <laughs> That's it. I've got a few. I've got a few good gifts out of it the last couple of years we've done it. So. Yeah, cool. See, see how we go this time. I've made made my own hot sauce this year, so I've actually made a, that. That's that's what I was making when I was on the phone to you earlier. I've uh, made the, the hot Car- Carolina Reaper hot sauce to uh to gift as a present to someone to you know ruin their day. Oh, that's evil. <laughs> no, you can put that in the. That's a binet. That is a binet for mine. That's a binet. <laughs> you can jam your that's hot. Like... You can jam your hot Californian Reaper right where yeah, it's, it's going to come out and ring burn you. It's bloody delicious. No. 
No, it's not. <laughs> you wake up this morning and you chose violence. I'll bring I'll bring you some next time, mate. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> you will not. Otherwise, I'll atomize it back in your face. <laughs> uh, done. All right. Cool. All right, man. I'm hungry. out. All right. Talk to you next week. Guys. See you next time. See ya. Oh, there you go.